What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and this week, before we jump into the top 10 albums of 2022, we're kind of doing this a little backwards, I understand that, but I need just a little more time. I have like three more movies to watch to close out 2022 and give you my top 10 favorite movies of 2022 now on top of that i'm gonna be this year i'm doing something a little bit different okay with the, with the top 10 list i'm doing two tens i'm doing two top 10 lists now for those out there you're probably thinking so you're doing like a top 20 i'm not doing a top 20 okay i'm doing a top 10 the my favorite movies of the year and then the other 10 is those are like the the 10 best movies that i would say you need to go watch like now and they're not going to cross over. They're not going to be the same movies. And those movies, not necessarily, you know, I'll say number 15. Not necessarily the 15th best movie of the year. But it is one that I would recommend going and check out. So it's a mixture of, yeah, these are kind of just some crazy picks or some uh, really great movies that you should go check out as well. So in order to give you the best two tens, the, the top 10 favorite and the top 10 recommended list, I have a few more movies that I have to watch. So in the meantime, I'm going to look ahead to 2023 and give you my top 10 most anticipated movies for the year. I'm super excited to talk about some of these movies. I actually went through went through the list, okay? And not a, not a ton of movies. They're all like huge blockbusters basically because you know, nowadays the, the smaller movies don't really get specific windows they finish the movie and then they release the movie right whereas the blockbusters you know they they, they fill out those dates uh, as early as possible now some of these some of these movies could change some of these movies could be pushed back to 2024 i completely understand that i think it was last year mission impossible and it was on my top 10 anticipated list for 2022 but then it got pushed back and delayed like i'm telling you like maybe one or two weeks after i did that episode it got delayed until this year, 2023. So, in other words, take all these release dates with a grain of salt. They may get pushed back until later in the year, or they may get pushed back to 2024. I don't know. These are just the current dates that I have right now. Now, there was a couple of movies that were, like, untitled, but we we kind of expecting a new movie within this franchise for, for 2023, but it didn't have a name for it, so I did not include it on my list. Uh, that being a quiet place, the, the spinoff movie. I want to say it's like a prequel or, or something. I'm not entirely sure, but it's in that universe. So I'm pretty excited to watch it, but it doesn't have a name and it doesn't have an official release date. So not not going to include that on my list. And don't you worry. When we get to like right before number one, I'll throw out some honorable mentions out there just for y'all, just to give you a little extra spice for this episode, okay? But let's go ahead and start with number 10. This is a movie that I watched, or let me rephrase that. I watched the original two years ago, and it was a movie that, you know, everybody was saying it was one of the scariest movies of all time. It was a classic. I can't believe it took me, you know, 30-some-odd years of my life to finally watch that movie. But I ended up watching it for the uh, for Horror in Review Part 2. I want to say, and it was basically, I was on a quest to find out what were the, the scariest horror movies of all time, and this was a part of my review cycle for that, 
And that is The Exorcist. And apparently they are making a a brand new movie. Like this is a this is a uh, a new remake of that original movie. So The Exorcist, I, I I'm excited to watch this movie mainly because while I would say 70% of the original is some great stuff. Like that is some great, great horror. The other 30% was just the fact that it was a, a product of its time. You know, it, a lot of it did not age well. The movie didn't look uh, all that great. I mean, hell, it came out 50-some-odd years ago. So the movie didn't age very, very well. But there are just some great, iconic horror moments in that movie that will forever stand the test of time. So to me, I'm excited about this just so I can get an updated, modern version of that movie. And then... I mean, let's be fair here, guys. One of my favorite genres, subgenres, if not my favorite subgenre, is is possession horror, and that's what we're gonna be doing in horror part four coming up in October. So this is gonna come out right in the middle of that review series. So I am excited to to possibly review that. I don't know if we'll end up doing it, but that will be a part of that review series. So I'm excited to just see an updated modern version of that movie. But as of now, y'all can expect The Exorcist to come out October 13th. And then coming at number 9 is my my other horror movie on this list. My only other horror movie on this list, which is kind of crazy. Now, granted, I think when it's all said and done, when you, go, when you get to the point of yeah, it's December 31st, 2023, I'm, I'm going to have watched a lot more horror movies. Than the two on this list. So let's let's not get ahead of ourselves and say that I am not a fan of some of the horror movies out there. These are just the two biggest ones that I saw on a bunch of different websites. So number nine is Scream 6. It comes out March 10th. Now the reason why this is so, so low on my list. It's the fact that I wasn't super crazy about Scream 5. Now, I, I do believe I need to go back and rewatch that movie because I had never reviewed a Scream movie up to that point. Josh and I reviewed Scream 5, and, you know, one of the things that, that I have come to realize since doing podcasts and whatnot is the fact that when I review movies, I, I look at movies completely different now. Like, I review the hell out of them. I, I critique the hell out of them. And sometimes it, it's a little hard to enjoy movies because I'm nitpicking the hell out of it. And I think that may have been the issue with Scream 5. I don't know, because the first four Scream movies, I absolutely love. Like, I absolutely love the Scream series. And Scream 5 just did not do it for me. So that's one of the reasons why Scream 6 is at number 9 and maybe not closer to, to number 1. Because typically I am a huge fan of that series. I'm trying to think, like, in terms of horror series, you got A Quiet Place, which you could argue whether it's a, uh, whether that's a horror series or not. I absolutely love the Halloween series, for better or worse. I mean, that's a mixed bag of just terrible movies, but they're, they're great watches, you know, for, for Halloween and whatnot. Um, I, yeah, I want to say those, that, those two... And then Scream series, I, I've i never been a huge fan of like Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street. The Friday the 13th series, I, I think I liked more. I definitely liked more than Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I mean, those are some of my favorite franchises. 
the X series right now. You know, X, Pearl, and then like, I want to say it's called Maxine is coming out in 2023. And the only reason that movie is not on this list is because I have not seen Pearl. So I'm not super excited about it just yet. But Pearl is one of the last three movies that I have to watch for 2022 to get ready for my top 10 episode. So, yeah, Scream 6 at number 9, just because I wasn't too thrilled with the uh, the previous movie. And then Sydney is not going to be in this movie whatsoever. So it's kind of just a changing of the guard. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure how they're going to continue forward with the series. So that's why it's at number 9. And at number 8, this is a movie that I want to be good so bad. Okay, I want it so badly to be a great movie because we need a home run with this franchise and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. This is an animated movie with Seth Rogen helming it, writing it, whatever. So that is particularly the one reason why it is so low on my list and not higher because let's let's be honest here. I am a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Like, I have loved the Ninja Turtles since, hell, Batman was the earliest love that I had. Ninja Turtles is right there with Batman in terms of being my favorite comic book series, animated shows, uh, heroes, whatever, okay? The Ninja Turtles were right there with Batman when I was growing up. So the only reason why it's at number eight is because I'm not... I'm not sure how I feel about Seth Rogen writing this movie because you're going to get one of two things. One, you're going to get a raunchy comedy with Ninja Turtles, and I absolutely 100% do not want that. I repeat, I do not want a raunchy comedy. I do not want a knocked up, a super bad, or whatever type of Seth Rogen. I don't want a sausage party type of movie with the Ninja Turtles because that's not what the Ninja Turtles are to me. Okay, that's not what they are in the comics. That's not what they are in the animated series. They're just not a raunchy type of of comedy. So, if he, if they're going to go that route, I absolutely, I probably wouldn't even include it on my list, honestly. But I have hope that he is going to instill some some great stupid cheesy humor into it that is going to be reminiscent of the '90s movies and animated series. So that's why it's on my list is my hope that it is going to be hilarious and and just great. It is an animated movie. It's not going to be a live action one. Thank God. I mean, I I do want a live action. Don't get me wrong, but I I think we need to, I I think we need a win for the Ninja Turtle franchise. And then let's go back to the drawing board with the, uh, the live action series. But for right now, it's at number eight for me. And if it's good, the most telling thing is going to be the trailer. The first trailer. If I see raunchy comedy in that, it's going to be a huge turnoff for me. But that movie comes out August 4th, right before my birthday. So uh, I'm excited. This, If this movie is going to be what I think it can and should be, I will be there opening night, no doubt. And then at number seven, and this is just a testament to just how many great movies are ahead of it. I'm... I'm intrigued by this movie. I'm interested to finish the series out. It's one of the few, uh, I guess, franchises in Marvel that I'm just that I look forward to. And it's been out. It's been on the on the cusp of coming out for for years now. We've been kind of teasing it and whatnot. And that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. 
this is the only Marvel movie that I am excited about in 2023. Yes, that's right. I'm not excited about the Marvels. I'm somewhat excited about Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania, but the first two, they're just, they're just good movies. They're not great movies. So that's the reason why it did not make my top 10. Uh, but in terms of like other superhero movies, there's only one other, but I, I mean, we're looking at, I'm looking at my list right here, the Flash, Shazam, Transformers, uh, Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom, Craven the Hunter, uh, some of those movies right there, like I will end up watching them just because I, I kind of have to for the podcast, but I'm not excited to watch any of those. Shazam Fury of the Gods really, really, really liked the first movie, but I'm not sold on on Helen Meyer as Myron, whatever her name is, as the uh, the villain of this new movie. I'm I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it, right? So yeah. I'm kind of just burned out on on comic books, superhero movies from DC and Marvel at this point. So I honestly, it, it's a it's it's something that I'm trying to steer away from and saying that they're my favorite movies because I think before the podcast I would have said, yeah, like all these movies are like my top ten and they're all superhero movies and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I mean, are these really the best movies of all time? They're not. They're entertaining, but they're not. So I've kind of shifted away from from comic book movies and superhero movies and all that. Now, granted, I will watch the hell out of them, but in terms of just absolutely loving and being excited to go see those movies, I've I've kind of waned on them over the last couple of years. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three comes out May fifth, and I'm just excited to see the conclusion to to the series. This is the final outing for the set. For this set of Guardians of the Galaxy. So Chris Pratt, all them. This is the last time we will see them in a Guardians movie. And it is being written and directed by James Gunn. And I loved what he did with the Suicide Squad that came out last year. I thought that movie was great. Like I was expecting that movie to be absolute garbage. And it was. Uh, I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, I think it ended up making my top 10 from last year if I remember correctly. But... Nonetheless, I'm, I'm excited to see how he closes out this series and how emotional it's going to be. We get to see Drax one more time. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters at this point. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This like, It's definitely going to be a movie that I go see in theaters. And then at number six, we recently just got a trailer for this, so I am pumped to see this now. I didn't really care for his previous movie, Dunkirk, but... At number six, this is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. I am super excited to see this movie because after this trailer, it looks great. Uh, we have uh, Cillian Murphy, who deserves to be a lead actor in a bunch more movies than he's already in. Uh, the dude's a phenomenal actor, okay? I loved him as Scarecrow. He was great in that movie Red Eye, which he was very underrated in that movie. That is, that's one of those thrillers that is just underrated. Nobody ever talks about how good Red Eye is. But I'm here to tell you, that movie is fantastic. And then there are just several other movies that he is just a phenomenal actor in. And then I haven't seen uh, Peaky Blinders, but he's supposedly really, really great in that. But after seeing the trailer for this movie, it is going to be, it is going to be awesome, I think. I think the cinematography looks absolutely phenomenal and 
from what I have heard, they actually did like special effects, real life special effects for the 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 atom bomb, and that is going to be incredible to look at on like an IMAX screen or in theaters. So I'm I'm very excited to see Oppenheimer. That movie comes out July 21st, and at number five, it is Dune Part Two. It comes out on November 3rd. Part 1 made my top 10 for 2021. So, it's not a stretch to say that I'm excited about this movie. I I thought the first movie was great. I I thought it was very, very dense. Not, and dense in it is, is a weird word to describe it as. Because it's very dense, but not a ton happens. It's very, very convoluted from from everything that happened in that movie. But the cinematography, the visual effects, all that looked absolutely phenomenal. Like in terms of visual effects, special effects, whatever, I think that is the one of the best looking movies ever made, ever made. For for a movie that was, I'm assuming, ninety percent green screen, you you couldn't tell. Like that movie looks phenomenal, and I do need to see it again, but. I'm excited about Dune Part 2 mainly because of I, I just I love that director so much and then now he's continuing his series with Dune Part 2. I think it, it yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. Now, these next four movies, I'm splitting hairs with what I am most excited about. You could probably interchange uh several of these, okay? And it could be very well that as we get closer with more trailers, this this top 4 could shift. Okay, I, I could, number one could be number four, number two could be number four, number four could be number one, it, it could be all over the place, okay? At number four, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, it comes out uh, June 30th. Now, I'll give you two reasons why I am very, very excited about this movie. One, James Mangold, that dude can direct the hell out of a movie, okay? He directed Logan, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think, I think, I believe it's top five, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say it's number four all time for me. But regardless, I think that dude can direct some great movies. 310 to Yuma, he directed The Wolverine, Logan. So, three of those movies, really, really great, okay? All three of those movies, really great. So, I am... I am very excited about what he's going to do with the Dial of Destiny and the fact that he is going to do mostly practical effects and stunts and whatnot. I think that is a, I think that's the right thing to do, the right call for Indiana Jones because that's been one of the things about the series that was was great about it was the stunt work and the uh, the action and whatnot, the heartfelt action. But then you get to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and it's like, ooh, what? What what is all that, man? Like this dude just just survived a nuke explosion <laughs> inside of a fridge. Like I I hope they they realize the things that they did wrong with that movie. And you know that movie gets a lot of hate. They say it's it's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie, guys. It's entertaining. Is it the best Indiana Jones movie? No, but it's still an entertaining movie from beginning to end. It's still Steven Spielberg. Okay. Like, that guy doesn't make bad movies. But the fact that they got a new director for this movie, I think is a right thing to do and get some fresh blood in there. Maybe even try to reboot the series with this one. I don't know. Maybe pass the baton off to somebody else. Not Shia LaBeouf. But, hey, 
Regardless, I'm excited to see this movie. Now, the second reason I am excited to see this movie is just because it's Indiana Jones, okay? I recently watched the, the entire series for the first time a couple of years ago, and hey, I, I love all the movies. Like, the first two, obviously the best ones. The third one, eh, it's good. But then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I think, is probably my favorite between that one and The Last Crusade. I, I I just I wasn't a huge fan of the third one, but in terms of action and entertaining, I think that the fourth one is definitely better than the third one. But regardless, that is why I'm excited to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. At number three, I am trying my best to get this to be our meetup for our Patreon supporters. Now, for those that don't know, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and you get access to our Discord channel. And you basically become a creator slash producer of all of our content. And in that mix, we do Patreon meetups. Typically, um, like we did a, a few last year. We didn't do one in the last quarter. But we try to do it like every quarter. And uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I am trying to get them to do John Wick 4 on March 24th because I am a huge fan of the John Wick series. It's one of my favorite franchises uh, at the moment. That one and the Mission Impossible, I think, are two of the best franchises uh, out of all of them. Out of all of them right now, I think those are the two best franchises. Not number one and number two, but I think those are two of the best. But John Wick 4... I'm excited to see what crazy shit they're going to do with this movie. Like, where they're going to take the story, the crazy stunts, what type of situations they're going to put John Wick in. It is, this is a series that, yes, like, these are smartly made movies, especially the first one. But it's just kind of like stupid fun. And I don't, and that's kind of a derogatory remark towards these movies because they're not stupid. But they're kind of just turn your brain off and just enjoy the movie for what it is, okay? And I absolutely love the John Wick movie. So that movie comes out uh, March 24th. So I don't have to wait long to see this movie. At number two, this movie made my list last year, and it is, like I said a minute ago, one of the best movie franchises at the moment. And basically, I think this series is going to end next year in 2024, and that is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I think it was interesting to have a Part 1 and a Part 2 when we haven't really had that in the series up to this point. I'm surprised they did it like that, but I, I'm also very curious how, what the scope of this movie is that it needed two parts. Okay, we're, we're expecting these movies to be two hours, two hours and 15 minutes, something like that. So... What kind of movie are they telling that needs to be four hours? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm cautious about the amount of time that is devoted to this one plot line. But, but Tom Cruise has never failed me. Honestly, I take that back. He has failed me a couple of times. But for the most part, he is one of the most bankable uh, actors nowadays in terms of action. And after Top Gun, Maverick, that dude just, just take my money. Okay, just take my money because I'm here to be entertained, and that's what he does is fucking entertain. So Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, I'm excited about that movie coming out on July 14th. It, 
I just I I love seeing what crazy stunts they come up with. Okay, like every every movie they have the stunt for that movie, the 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 spectacle. You know, one movie it was him holding his breath for whatever, what seven eight minutes or something like that, and they did the stunt. And then one was them holding off the plane while it flew in the air, and just crazy crazy stunts. So I am very excited to see what they pull off with this movie. And then at number one, coming out June 2nd, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite superhero movies of all time. And you could argue whether it's the best best Spider-Man movie of all time. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse comes out June 2nd. I am excited to see what they do with the animations because they said, you think that we changed the game with the first movie? We're turning at the notch with this one, and I can't be more excited to see where they take not only the animation, the effects, and whatnot, but also the story and the the development of Miles Morales. You know, it took pretty much the entire movie of the first one for us to to get that complete arc where he was super confident and he was you know Spider Man. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that character with him now at the top. So I'm, I'm super excited. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. You know, he, that's my second favorite comic book hero right next to Sp- uh, Batman and the Ninja Turtles and Wolverine. So I'm, I'm excited to, to watch this movie and see where they take not only this series, but the character and uh, that universe or the uh, Spider-Verse as they say. But yeah, guys, you let me know on our Discord by going to patreon.com slash 2game or drop us a comment on our Facebook page. Let me know what movies you are most excited to see, the most anticipated movies for 2023. Will these make my top 10? Probably not. I don't foresee all these movies making my top 10. Maybe if I had to guess off the top of my head, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, I could foresee possibly six of these movies on my top 10 possibly but that's just you know that's that's just me looking ahead and that's only if these movies that i got listed here are coming out this year but by the way i i totally forgot to do this and i said i would do it and that is honorable mentions let's talk about some other movies just real quick ant-man and the wasp quantumania i'm I'm intrigued by that movie. I will probably see it in theaters, but I wouldn't say that I'm super excited about it just because I wasn't a huge fan of the first two movies. We have Creed 3. Now, the only reason that this did not make my top 10 is because, well, I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. I've seen Creed, the first one, and the first Creed is absolutely fantastic. So I need to watch Creed 2, and maybe that will bump up my hype for the third one. Uh, Then we got 65 which is basically dinosaurs in space. Huh, yes, yes, yes. 100% down like that. That's like a basically a movie version of Turok. So I'm pretty excited about that too, but not necessarily my top 10. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I'm, I'm intrigued by that movie. Like it is either going to be really bad or really, really great. I, I don't think there's going to be an in-between on that one. Uh, then we got Transformers Rise of the Beast. I'm not really excited to see Transformers movies anymore, guys. They're 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 pretty terrible. Uh, some of them are, are entertaining, but for the most part, 
Uh, a lot of those Transformers movies are just they're just CGI fest and they're kind of boring to me. Uh, the Flash, which I'm not super excited to see the Flash, mainly because I'm not a huge fan of Ezra Miller as the Flash. But Michael Keaton's going to be in this movie as the original Batman, so I don't know. Like my my anticipation of it is not very high. Like I'm not excited to go see it, but I probably will go see it in theaters. Uh, then we got Wonka, the the new Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie. I recently just watched the uh, the the old classic one, and that movie still holds up, guys. Like that movie is absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And then this one has Timothy Chalamet, and I I'm, I'm excited to see what he does as Wonka in this movie. So that's why it's on the list. And then we got Aquaman, the last king, the Lost Kingdom. Excuse me. I'm just excited to see Jason Momoa as Aquaman again. That's pretty much like you just throw him in the movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see it. Uh, then we got Craven the Hunter, which we don't really know much about, but it is a spinoff in the Spider Verse. I, I mean, we didn't. I didn't like Venom. I, I didn't like uh, Morbius. So I'm not super excited to see this series either. And then Knock at the Cabin is probably number 11 for me. Like, I'm very, very excited to see that movie. But M. Night Shyamalan is, is someone that his movies are either, like, okay or bad. He has several, like, back in the day, he has really, really great movies. But for the most part, he doesn't make just great movies. Old, which was his last movie, it was uh, it was okay. It was okay. It was, it was okay. I thought it was worth watching. Josh and I reviewed that. You can go check out that review. But this one has Dave Bautista in it. And I can't get enough of him as an actor. Because that dude is a phenomenal actor. He was great in uh, Glass Onion. So y'all should go check that out if you're a huge Dave Bautista fan. But I'm excited to see what he does as one of the leads in this movie. Especially in like a creepy horror movie. So yeah. Uh, that's going to be it for me guys. Uh, that's going to be all the uh, honorable mentions that I got for you. Uh, let me know what your top 10 are on our Facebook or in our Discord. And I will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters.